0: Desiree is very interesting looking. Huh. Um, racist? <laughs> no, not racist, Lauren. <laughs> she has a very striking look to her. <laughs> Jesus.
1: I can get that
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Snuffed Ghost Island, a survivor podcast. My name is Tyler Moliterno. Right next to me is my sister, Lauren Molitorno. Yep. This is when you talk, so everybody knows who you are.
1: <laughs> my bad, I forgot that
0: part. Yeah, I gestured to you and everything.
1: Uh, I'm Lauren.
0: This is Lauren. Yep. Um, should, and we then, s-
1: should we just say my name one more time?
0: Yeah, probably, because I'm honestly not sure if anybody's picked it up yet.
1: <laughs> Do you want to say?
0: Lauren... This is my sister Lauren Moliterno. My God. Okay. Also joining us is Quinn Wright. There you go. At least, at least somebody on this show does. And this is uh, this is a Survivor podcast. Um, specifically, uh, this uh, little. Season of Ghost Island is what we're going to be talking about. Um, This is kind of a preview episode, uh, an episode zero, if you will. Uh, On this episode, the three of us are going to be talking about the two tribes for this season of Survivor. Um, We're going to talk about everybody who's on it, and then we're going to do a fantasy style snake draft, and we're going to draft contestants for our own individual tribes, and then throughout the season, we'll we'll see how we stack up. We're going to try to pick the tribe members we think who are going to do the best and try to get um, the furthest in the show. Um, so, really quick before we get started, what's what's everyone's history with Survivor? I this is, don't look at me like that. I was doing a podcast. We need people yeah, to know, know who we are. It's
1: okay. Keep talking.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> well, so I started. I I watched. I watched. Uh, I started watching Survivor near the end of the first season. It was one of those things where it was, like, so popular that I wasn't interested in it. And then near the end of it, I was, like, kind of curious as who what was going to happen. And then I've kind of been – I've been on and off ever since. Every once in a while, I, I get into it, and uh, it's always fun. I really enjoy the, the whole strategy aspect of the show. So that's always been kind of my favorite part of it. Lauren, what about you?
1: Well, growing up, uh, living in the same household as Tyler, I, you know – Normally would watch it when he did, because Uh, that's how siblings normally operate. Sure. At least with our family. Um, Until I went to, I didn't really watch it when I was in college, but, you know, picking right back up, I guess.
2: Yep. (laughs) Quinn, what's what's, uh, what's your history with Survivor? Uh, I watched it, like, a bunch as a kid with my mom, just because that's what our connection is, watching reality competition shows together. And then um, Mm -hmm. I kind of fell out of it, too. But then in in the last year, for some reason, I just got really into it again. I have watched, like, 12 different seasons on Mm -hmm. Hulu. And I've, like, Mm -hmm. wikipedia (laughs) and all the other ones that I didn't feel like watching. So, like, I've gotten just super into it recently.
0: Yeah, that's I've been on and off, too. And, like, I, I think I've consistently I think watched like the last two uh in a row and when they were like this season's called Ghost Island. I was like, I'm on board. That sounds great.
2: <laughs> I can't wait for to see how spooky it's gonna be. I, know,
0: I hear nice. I, I was listening to this podcast on the Hollywood Reporter, which is why I'm getting all our information for this episode. Um, there's this podcast where the, the guy was interviewing props and the producers and the contestants, and he was on Ghost Island, and it was like it had that like serial, like ultra-produced kind of feel to it. And the weirdest thing about it is how, like, it was so creepy and so spooky, and it was giving me chills the way he was describing Ghost Island. <laughs> and I was, like, so on board to do this.
1: And there any, like, thought of the strategy for Ghost Island? Oh, yeah.
0: Like, I'll bring that like, up Texas really quick. So th- so they they talked a little bit about how this, this season's going to operate with Ghost Island, and it, it might change uh, throughout the season, but essentially Ghost Island um, is this island that on it has all of these cursed relics from past survivor seasons um either on it or there might be clues um to where to find them on the on the main tribe islands on ghost island so if you end up on ghost island you um which they they keep referring to is kind of like run by the you know, every season of Survivor, they always talk about the Survivor gods. This is like the mischievous Survivor gods run this ghost island, and they may reward you with something if you if you give something up, or if you uh, do something that it might, you know, it might pity you or it might try to curse you with these items from past seasons, all of which are the actual legitimate items from those seasons. They've reclaimed all of these replicas. So, if you uh, at, at any point in the season, if you see something. It is legitimately the same thing used from the previous season. They, like, literally got it back and, and put it on the island, which is really cool.
1: Even if it was thrown into fire. Yeah, if
0: it was thrown the fire or whatever it was, they, like, held onto it and they brought it back. <laughs> um, the other cool thing about yeah, it...
2: They just had to... Go ahead, Quinn. <laughs> they just had to... Yeah, sorry. They just had to put out the fire real quick to grab Lauren's second half of her idol. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. The shell part. I saw yeah. oh, those... So same so thing. dumb. So dumb. <laughs> we're going to get into that. That's what's going to be really fun, I think, about this season is like because the whole point of it is look at all of these dumb things people have done on Survivor's Past, and we're going to give you the same thing. And they're like, maybe you go, oh, this is stupid, whatever, but also maybe you really buy into the superstition. You're like, what if somebody – they're like kind of hoping, what if somebody thinks too much about it? Like they get too afraid, and then like can you reverse the curse, Jeff Probe said? Can you fix this? Uh, cursed item and make it work for you or are you going to end up going home the same way they did, which is a cool um, idea. So basically on the first episode, when they have their first, and I guess I'm assuming every episode after that, uh, basically they'll have their typical um, uh, tribal uh, immunity competition. Whoever wins the challenge is safe from tribal council and also gets to pick one person from the other tribe to send to Ghost Island. And they will remain on Ghost Island by themselves until after the Tribal Council vote, which means they cannot be voted out. And they're stuck on Ghost Island by themselves, so they may or may not come back with some kind of cursed item, or they they might just come back on their own. But the point is, basically, the winning tribe gets to send somebody to Ghost Island who cannot be, then be voted out that night. So uh, it's super interesting, and I'm kind of interested to see how it all plays out.
1: So, like, say during uh, a reward challenge, if you see the other team, like, one specific member, just, like, really fucking up.
0: <laughs> just, they just really <laughs> beef it hard they're for just, everybody. They're just
1: not, just not doing it you can send them to Ghost Island so they can't get rid of them so that they can keep, you know, fucking up.
0: Basically the forced challenges. to vote out somebody else. They, they might have thought it about voting that person out.
2: Um, yeah, the, the rules seem to be Exile Island, but even better for whoever gets sent.
0: Yeah, like, it's not that bad. Like, you have to be there by yourself, but you might get something out of it. And they also, they also kept talking about how, like, um, even... The, the Tribal Council uh, area. I don't even know what you technically call that, but they're saying it's super spooky this year. There's, like, when you go to vote, you go into this giant head that has, like, fangs, <laughs> and, and, and and it, like, it looks like it would, like, and, it like, there's fire in its eyes, and it just looks like it's so terrifying. And um, they also kept talking about there's something on the summit of Ghost Island So there's like this, you saw it if you watched the the finale of the last season, they showed you this, it's this, at the center of the island, there's a, uh, they actually have a shelter for whoever is on Exile Island, and it's covered with the uh, torch snuffers of all the previous seasons. (laughs) And all of these artifacts are just, some are used for decoration, uh, and some are used to actually be used in a game. And they kept talking about something being on the summit of the mountain, and I don't know what that is. They it's important though because they the voice on the podcast was very foreboding about something something lurking on the summit of Ghost Island. <laughs> it was so creepy. So I'm really excited to see what happened. As like a lover of like this like campy, weird, creepy version of Survivor, like I'm totally into it.
2: I, I think the ghosts are definitely whoever Jeff Probst had to kill to get the job. Which, oh, yeah. you
1: know, is, like, a couple people at least.
0: Yeah.
2: Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff
0: just, th- there is no host, I think, on a show more that, like, just is so comfortable in their position than Jeff Probst. <laughs> Maybe, we're not going
1: to, well, we'll talk about past seasons as, like, their relics, I guess, come up. Yeah. But, speaking of Jeff Probst, he was amazing last season when it came... He, When it came to just, like, straight-up roasting the contestants.
0: Yeah, he had, like, no filter last season. He just said whatever he wanted to.
2: (laughs) It was amazing.
1: Like, one of the the first competitions, it was, like, an endurance competition. And the one guy went down in, like, 15 seconds. And then, like, they kept... (laughs) Jeff kept making the other contestants, like, do math and be like, how many times longer are these girls up longer than him? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he did that, like, more than once throughout that competition. And he's just, like, Jeff was great.
2: He's got a lot of hate in his heart, and that's what I appreciate about him.
0: He does. He's been doing this for so long, and he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Like, he's just, he doesn't care, and I love it. He can
1: do anything. He has so much power.
0: I I was hearing, again, on this podcast, he was talking about, because they, I guess they filmed this whole season after um, Game Changers. Like, right after Game Changers, they filmed this whole season. And so, they were talking about how it was fresh that um, when, uh, what's her name? Sari, when she, remember when she got eliminated by not being voted out. It was just everybody used their idols and advantages, and then she was the only one left who didn't have one. Which I know
1: Quinn has, like, very hard feelings about that.
2: I'm very angry. (laughs) What'd you say, Quinn? (laughs) I am very angry. Well, what was the funny thing about it was...
0: Go ahead, go ahead, talk about it.
2: Seri is my all-time favorite Survivor player, so I am definitely (laughs) biased by this. But she was robbed, and... I, I won't get too into it, but... It's just, I think, it, if it's that point where that still, with so many people have to be eliminated, if there's opportunity for all of them to be immune, I think that's kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah, there's well, too many idols. What there. Jeff, what Jeff had talked about on this on this uh, this podcast was people he was like people complain about there being too many idols and that's why that happened but he was like it was the same amount of idols that we always had but just everybody held on to them the whole season like a lot of those they don't expect them to last that long which is why they start using them up as they go along but on that season everybody held on to so many idols that they ended up in this insane situation that they never saw coming in which everybody played them on the same night and that's how the rules shook out. And then I think that's why the last season, remember how many of the advantages all had, like, expiration dates? They were like, you have to yeah. use it by this. And I think that's why. Because they were like, we don't want everybody to end up at, like in that same situation. But Jeff Probst was talking about how everybody hates him, people like Quinn, because he was like, he thought it was hilarious when it happened. I did,
2: too. I
0: thought it was funny, too.
2: I don't hate Jeff Probst. I do not want that to be <laughs> the impression that I'm giving off.
1: No, just that you're you're mad at the situation.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: and he was like, he was like, people people got upset with me online because I was enjoying it too much, and he was like, I thought it was just so much fun. I love the fact that we ended up. Well, like
2: up... I I think I think it would have been it would have been a lot more fun for me if someone else had gone home. Right, like, just because you like, like
0: serious so much. Sirius so. Much.
2: Exactly, I'm very biased. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, that was that was really fun, and I think that those moments I think are always like the most fun moments on Survivor when you end up in a situation that, like, is totally unexpected or something totally changes out of, out of nowhere and someone puts their foot in their mouth and does something crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll get to see stuff like that happen this season. And I'm hoping, because uh, again, I've, I've jumped around. I haven't watched every season of Survivor. But uh, but I'm also hoping that we're going to get into a situation where this season, when they show these people making these dumb mistakes, that we're going to be able to relive those. And if you had not watched it, you'll be able to enjoy them. Uh, but I'm excited. I like the, this whole, like, mythology and history that this, uh, this season's adding to the whole show. It's really kind of cool. So the tribes. So the tribes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, It's been a while since Survivor did a traditional just like random two tribes uh, because the last couple ones, they've all been separated into like uh, either categories or they've had returning people. This is the first time in a while where the entire show is made up of new cast members randomly put into two tribes. Um, Those two tribes are the Navidi tribe and the Malalo tribe. Um, The Navidi tribe is made up of Angela, who's a 42-year-old army veteran. Bradley, who is a 26-year-old law student, Chelsea, who is a 24-year-old EMT and professional cheerleader, Chris, who is a 27-year-old professional model, Desiree, who is a 21-year-old student, Dominic, who is a 38-year-old construction supervisor, Uh, Kellen, Kellen? Kellen, who is a 31-year-old career counselor, Morgan, who is a marine animal trainer and 29 years old, Sebastian, who is a 22-year-old fishing guide, and Wendell, who's a 33-year-old furniture company owner. Um, so that is the first tribe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the second one is the Malalo tribe. They're made up of uh, Brendan, who's a 41-year-old physical education teacher. Donathan, <laughs> which is a weird name, a 26-year-old caretaker. Jacob, a 22-year-old music teacher. James, a 24-year-old business analyst. Uh, Jenna, who's a 23-year-old advertising account executive. Laurel, who's a 29-year-old financial consultant. Libby, who's a 24-year-old social media strategist. Michael, who is an 18-year-old real estate agent. (laughs) We'll get into him. (laughs) Gonzalez... Stephanie Gonzalez, but just I guess she's going by Gonzalez on the show. A 26 year old graphic sales, a graphic sales. Okay, she's a, she's a graphic sales. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> um, and Stephanie, who's a 34 year old yoga instructor. Okay, so we're gonna we're we're gonna go into more in depth on these people when we decide to choose who we're gonna pick. Um, but first, Quinn is going to randomly pull out of a hat our draft order Ooh. so we can decide who. We are going to draft.
2: I'm re- ready this. for this. Okay. And I have a hat. I'm shuffling around if you can hear it. Um, so our first okay. is Lauren.
1: Yeah.
2: Ooh. First pick. And then we have uh, myself in second pick. Great. And then finally Tyler. Which means-
0: I will go last. Okay, so this is going to be a snake order draft. So Lauren is going to go first, then Quinn, then me, and then I'm going to go again, then Quinn, then Lauren, and so on and so forth until we get to the end of this. So I had a lot of trouble
1: uh, deciding who I was going to pick. I was kind of going to look at who you guys picked
0: first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that strategy backfired on you.
1: Because there's, there's people that I want. But I don't know, like, like what you guys are going to pick. So, but I want some girl power. Okay. First and foremost. So, I'm going to choose for my first pick, Angela.
0: Okay. So, Angela is Lauren's first pick. She's a 42-year-old uh, Army veter- veteran and self-proclaimed American badass. She's the oldest player in the game. Uh, at only 42, she does not look very old no. and yet she is the oldest one on this season. Um, she is the uh, only female officer in her, um, in her organization. Uh, she was second in command. She uh, toured uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, Turkey, Dubai, um, a lot of really intense areas. so she's no stranger to kind of uh, to, to war. Um, her interpretation is her son. Um, she has a pet peeve of uh, laziness, unmotivated people, um, and she wants people to be able to pull their own weight. Um, and three words she uses to describe herself are spontaneous, courageous, and determined.
1: Yeah. So I picked her. What I see, I think there's a lot of strong females um, on this cast um just from reading the bios um but you know she's an army vet which i mean an army vet did win last season Mm -hmm. not that that's like she's guaranteed to win because of that and i don't you know i'm not saying that but you know similar attributes to a winner um i think you know she does have like the the physical abilities to be like pretty good at challenges, and I also feel like, you know, she's there for her son, you know, she's a mom that could help her, you know, with social game, like getting people to, you know, trust her or even just, like, want to talk to her, kind of. Um, And also, she's from Cincinnati, Ohio, which I was like, hmm, cool. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Um, So those were, like, my general feelings about her. I just thought she was a really strong female who would pretty, would be kind of dominant in the physical comps, but also, you know, be good at the social game.
0: Yeah, she seems very strong and intense in a good yeah. way. In a, in a way that I think will, you're right, I think competitions she'll probably be pretty good at despite the fact that she's older. Um and again she's not that old. Uh, 41, no. 42 those are the oldest contestants on this season also, like, like she's
2: pretty young.
1: Doesn't even look like the oldest person on here. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. no. Yeah, we had our com <clears throat> queen like, Chrissy Gr- last year. So you never know yeah. what's going to happen. I still uh you were you a big Chrissy fan, right, Oh, Quinn? I loved Chrissy and I still do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got <laughs> the funny thing to me is like like well uh my thing about Chrissy that I thought was so funny was she definitely seemed like somebody who was a total fifty fifty to go home at the very beginning of the show <laughs> and never seemed to be aware of that. <laughs> like she always was like, she always acted like she was destined for the finals, and I was like, your ass almost went home in <laughs> the first episode, and she doesn't even—I don't even think realize it, which was why it was so funny to me. Well, the the like, reason she's so confident, she thought the
1: she was reason really I was such a big fan the, game the whole time. Oh, sorry. No, you're
2: good. The reason i was such a big fan is when I read um, cast bios for uh, Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers. Jesus is a long name. Um, I yeah. immediately, her stood out to me. She was my pick from day one. I, I don't know why, but just she stood out to me as someone who was going to make it to the end. And I was totally right. I was so happy about it. <laughs> but my problem this year is I don't have that. So we'll see what happens. All right, any closing thoughts on... Oh, yeah, Angela, not Chrissy. Angela? <laughs> I, um, <laughs> Chrissy. I had her kind of mid-tier because in terms of where I would have picked her, just because I feel like I'm afraid she might... The vibe that I got from her reading and watching her videos was that she might come off as pretty abrasive to some people, and I feared that might yeah. um, be something negative for her. And then I just felt like um, she just... Is the kind of person that I wouldn't want to take to the end if I was there. I would be afraid of her at the very end of the game in a final three. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm.
1: I would be afraid of her. That's part of the reason why I put her <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, so, Quinn, you get the next pick.
2: Okay. So, I had narrowed it down to be- between one person on each tribe that I was wavering on being my first pick. You picked neither of them. hmm So... I think I'm just going to go with my heart, and I'm going to go with Stephanie Gonzalez. Stephanie Gonzalez. Yeah, she
1: was high on mine. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Stephanie Gonzalez. She is a 26-year-old hailing from Florida by way of Puerto Rico, Um, and her personal claim to fame is she was promoted to senior surgery technician after only one year of long hours and sleepless nights uh, of on-call emergency surgeries. Um, While she was taking care of 14 baby horses um, in exchange for her rent. Um, Her mother is her biggest inspiration. Uh, She recently overcame skin cancer. uh, And with a smile on her face, she was able to to, to do it uh, by still being happy and and personable. Um, Her reason for being uh, on Survivor... Uh, the million dollars is a huge motivating factor for her the bragging rights of forever being a legendary sole survivor and being one of 16 women to win will be nothing short of amazing for her um, but mostly the million dollars Uh would be give her the freedom to be able to have a home and to move out of her crappy apartment um, and to pursue investing in financial growth um, so she can be more philanthropic and she thinks she will be the sole survivor because of her hell-bent determination and strong will to win she puts her heart in everything she does, and uh, that has shown by her success in her career. And she's uh, studied a lot of Survivor. She feels like she knows it well enough um, and knows how to manipulate the numbers and play idols and, and win a social game. So she feels pretty confident.
2: So before I talk about her at all, I just wanted to show you guys my uh, complex math rating system <laughs> that i have going on it's like i have yeah maybe you can explain that i it's hard to explain i don't i barely understand it as it is but i have like eight different columns this was only based on what i read in their cast bios there's a point system they have bonus points for like what i perceived as their <laughs> like strategic physical and social ability and i've split them up by tribes i like went really into detail with this but um <laughs> Gonzalez.
0: I can't as somebody as somebody who for no reason at all created a fantasy Saturday Night Live game <laughs> from scratch. I don't I can't nitpick that at all.
2: <laughs>
0: that seems like a personally reasonable thing to do.
2: Yeah, but so Gonzalez so, yeah. from her yeah. cast bio, I was a little worried she was going to either play too hard or she seemed a little judgy of other people. But then I saw an interview mm-hmm. with her. And she was just, like, so warm, sweet, and bubbly that I felt like she really just has the goods to go all the way.
1: Yeah, like, the, her video interview was, like, so much better.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the, the only thing that makes me nervous about her is somebody writing uh, gons on her <laughs> thing when it's time to put her out.
2: <laughs> Seems like a pretty easy one. It's just irresistible.
0: Yeah. My that's favorite. always been fun. Gons and a smiley face.
2: My
1: favorite little thing about Survivor is that sometimes like people don't learn how to spell each other's names. <laughs> so when they like when they like <laughs> write for people to get out, it's like every once in a while there's just like a really weird spelling. It's just a fun little thing. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> Any anything else on Gonzalez before you move on?
1: No, I thought I thought she looked pretty like pretty a solid pick. I I was, l- she was on my she was on my top. Top of my list.
0: I like that she she was the Stephanie who gave up her name. Yeah, and that Gonzalez seems like a very strong name. Mm-hmm. So
1: compared to uh, she'll stand Johnson.
0: out. Johnson. Oh yeah.
1: Johnson's the other Stephanie, and Gonzalez is definitely the better last name out of the two. Yeah, no one's voting for Johnson um,
2: to win.
0: No. no. <laughs> um, okay.
1: Final final thoughts on
0: definitely. No, we're good. So I think we're good. Anybody else have anything to say about Gonzalez? No.
1: Tyler, your first pick.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, my first pick is somebody who, in a lot of uh, past seasons of Survivor, this kind of person usually ends up either running the game pretty solidly or crashing and burning, but usually is of note um, for... for who they are, and I'm going to pick Dominic for my first Ooh, pick. Ooh,
2: interesting. Who
0: uh, Dominic? Um, he's uh, he's a construction, 38 year old construction worker from Long Island. Um, he takes inspiration from Tony and Cochran, two huge uh, Survivor players. Um, he says, uh, "Let's see." Uh, he compares himself to Cerie. Uh, Because he thinks he uh, he is also masterfully empathetic with other peoples uh, and has an amazing ability to disable people. Um, He says Cochrane is second. He wins the emotional intelligence category that allows him to morph into whatever he needs at all times. He also understands the importance of striking other people's eagles when it needs to. And this is something I hope he is capable of doing. And finally, uh, Boston Rob for the simple fact that we both come from Italian families with background in construction. Um, he said this is an opportunity of a lifetime playing Survivor and as hard as it is for him to leave his family and his job he's excited to get a break from real life and um, the money is going to be his in the end and he thinks he'll be the sole Survivor because he grew up in a household with eight siblings lack of food, clothes, and showers are something he's accustomed to this game should be a walk in the park
1: okay, a lot of people said that
2: <laughs> sure <laughs> like, yeah.
1: the, one, the one girl said that she lives in a, a house with eight college students, so Survivor should be easy. <laughs> like, a, a lot of them said that.
0: <laughs> I, I always think the funniest thing to me about Survivor is, like, as much fun as I enjoy watching it, and I, every once in a while you sneak into that, that thing in your head and you go, oh, that would be really fun to play. I should, I should apply for Survivor. But it, like, literally ticks off all of my, my like, biggest... Not weaknesses, but like the things that drive me crazy, like heat, not yeah sand, yeah, water. sand, heat, water, <laughs> being in the same clothes all the time, you know, not having any like peace and quiet, like all that stuff, like I feel like it would absolutely drive me crazy or like in a way that I would either I would either be able to overcome all of my issues or I would absolutely fail, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: honestly speaking, as your sister, I think you would cry, oh i
0: yeah, I don't think I would be able to do it, it would have to. It would be interesting to see. I think that it would be a fun challenge, but I don't think I would be capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think he has the potential to be, like, annoyed with a lot of the other cast members. Specifically since one of his pet peeves are, like, um, like judgmental people who think that they're better than them. Uh-huh. And there's, like, a lot of strong personalities yeah. on this. Yeah. Um, Not that that's, like, gonna...
0: Yeah. His his game, to, to me, if he plays the game half as well as these people that he compares himself to, which I, which is why I picked him because I feel like he's going to come into this game playing like a Cochran, like a Cire, um, like a Boston Rob, And if he comes at it like that, he'll either crash and burn and be unsuccessful or he'll make an impact in the game. Mm-hmm. So as far as I see it, if it's somebody with that kind of drive and that attitude, and we've seen people like this every season – I would say, what was the guy from last season who was like that? Joe. Um, Joe, yeah. There's always people like this on the show, and they always do well. Even if they don't win, they make an impact on the game. So that's why I've chosen Dominic.
2: My, my concern your, hmm? My concern for Dominic was um, actually the reason why you picked him was, like, his who are you most like? And I felt like his was just wild all over the place. Like, those are three very different players he listed. And I like someone who, like, knows what type they are, knows who they have to play into to get far. And his was just all over the place. So I feel like he doesn't really know what he needs to do to win. And the fact that Tony has a ruined survivor for bald middle-aged Italian men to the point where they're just just not going to win anymore. There's just no way they can.
0: Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) Um, My next pick is... This is tough, because I'm, I'm going over a couple of my head that I kind of would like. Um, I'm going to go with Wendell from the Navidi tribe. Ooh. Um, he's a 33-year-old furniture company owner from Philadelphia. Um, he uh, is, oh, I didn't see this, but this, is, this makes me happy that I decided to pick him, the official pre-game winner pick of executive producer and host Jess Propes. So this is who Jeff Propes thinks is going to win the game. Um, he left a comfortable job, uh, in the legal field to pursue his dream. He, uh, compares this game to Jeremy Collins because he'll always keep his heart in the right place and still be a serious competitor and threat. Um, he's been a big fan of Survivor for a while and he's always wanted to push himself to the limits and see if if he could really survive. And as everybody else says, the million dollars would be pretty nice. Um, yeah, his, I don't know
1: why they asked that. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Everybody, everybody seems to have the same answer. Uh, he thinks he'll be the sole survivor because he's good with people and likable. He's very diplomatic and connect with people with different walks of life. Um, he's not the biggest or strongest looking person, but he can compete with the best of them. Um, and he thinks that will at least cruise him through the beginning part of the game, and then uh, he'll be able to, to make it from there. So what do you guys
2: think of Wendell? I'm pretty upset with you because (laughs) Wendell was the one I was deciding between with Gonzalez. I think everything that he said, everything that I saw him do, I absolutely loved. I think he stands, like, a really great chance at winning this. Uh, For some
1: reason, he slept through the cracks for me. I don't... He he just, just seems like that. somebody
0: who he looks like a trustworthy kind of person. He seems likable. Yeah.
1: Um
0: and to me, I'm usually those are usually the survivor contestants I'm usually drawn towards. Uh I don't I usually end up like disliking the kind of dominics of the game, the people who try to disrupt the game. Wendell is usually the person I kinda of go more and the person I end up rooting for. Um and I think that he would be um if he's able to to get there. I, I the only concern with me for him, is he might be somebody who's seen as a threat of winning because they're so nice and likable, um, that they could end up being one of those people targeted near the end of the game to get, try to get rid of them. But um, he seems like a, like a great pick, and obviously Jeff Probst agrees, which makes me feel pretty confident about my pick.
1: Yeah, I don't see anything like wrong with him looking at his bio. I think I just forgot to write his name down on my, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: which is disappointing.
0: Okay. Um, oh,
2: anybody else
1: have anything? Pick? Any comments on no. the okay.
2: Quinn, it's your turn again. You got a good guy. Okay. So I think I'm going to go a little wild with this one. I don't know if that's the right word. Okay. Because I really, I really like this person. I really think they have a good chance. But I also think there's a really good chance they're going to be the first boot. Wow. So... It's really like give or take on this, but I really like her, so I'm picking Kellen. Kellen,
0: I have her. I have her bio right here. Uh, okay, Kellen is a 31 year old career counselor. She's from Colorado, by way of Indiana. Uh, her she has a catchphrase: "Empathy is my superpower." <laughs> <laughs> um, her claim to fame is her ever evolving uh, career. She started as a waitress in Indiana, worked her way. Um, into a plant nursery in Florida. She's a receptionist at a at a, cremator- at a crematory and uh, worked her way up to a career service in business consulting with a dual MBA and master of public health. The inspiration of her life is her parents. Her dad is one of the hardest working people she knows. Her mom tutors incarcerated women, volunteers on election day and contributes to our local community with a loving, selfless, uh, in a loving, selfless way. Her hobby is to travel. She loves to meet new people in new places, so this is perfect for her. Uh, pet beads for her are ignorance and unwillingness to try and walk in other people's shoes and be interrupted by a man. Yes, sister. <laughs> <laughs> and three words to describe her as empathetic, er, um, effervescent, and excitable.
1: So why'd you pick her?
2: Well, uh, there was the only negative I have for her is I'm afraid she's going to be bad at challenges, mm. and her tribe's going to get rid of her before the merge because they want to win and not eliminate any more people. Everything else except that just really drew me into her. She's she's a fan. She's, she seems super smart. She has two master's degrees. She has yeah. such an amazing, interesting story about how in the past year of her life before coming to Ghost Island, she got married, divorced six months later, and finished both her master's degrees. And so I just... And her social game seems just impeccable in the interviews I saw with her. So I was just... Really drawn to her, and I really I like her a lot, and I just want her to. I hope Ghost Island will save her. She'll get sent there because she's weak, and they can't <laughs> eliminate her.
0: Um, the interesting thing about this to me is, I I agree. I think her her personal life, like you said, everything that happened to her before coming onto the show, um, you know, Shaper. I think she was somebody who was almost on the show a different season, um, but then, uh, which is a couple of these people, a lot of people on this season were were close to being on the show before and ended up not being able to do it Um, she applied I think before her life (laughs) felt like went all crazy and then after (laughs) she felt like she could do it and she decided to um, give it another shot but I think it really depends on how much she uh, is saying this catchphrase around the other tribe (laughs) people because I think (laughs) I think if she keeps saying empathy is my superpower they're going to get rid of her pretty quickly (laughs)
2: I would. That is someone you want in the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, and also I can I can see somebody being like, "Oh, let's get, get rid of Kellen." <laughs> um, but we'll see. I can't wait
2: to see how they spell it.
0: You're right. I think that she could do it. She, oh yeah, at the end, that'll be fun when she gets eliminated <laughs> or wins.
2: Um, when she wins.
0: When she wins. Um, okay, Kellen, uh, Lauren, do you have any thoughts on Kellen?
1: Um. No. Okay. (laughs) 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 She was also someone... I think she was at the bottom of the list that I was looking at, and so I think I just got tired of looking at people.
0: (laughs) 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 So I didn't look
1: that hard into her.
0: (laughs) Okay, is somebody writing down our picks, by the way? Lauren is? I think
1: Quinn is, too. Okay, I'm writing down
0: my own picks.
1: Okay. Well, I'm writing down everyone's.
0: Okay, cool. Good. Because somebody needs to do that. Okay, okay. Uh, Lauren, it's your pick now.
1: So I get two in a row, right? Yes. So mine are going to be weird and in- weird. I was say interesting, mainly just weird. <laughs> um, my first, I'm going to go with Desiree. Ew.
0: Desiree. So um, Desiree is a 21-year-old Brooklyn-based um, Lapsed Survivor fan. Um, she... Her personal claim... To- fame is um getting a place and back on her feet after being homeless yeah uh she was homeless and then she uh turned it around her freshman year when school ended she didn't have anywhere to go her parents were from nigeria both her brothers were in the u.s but not much older than her so they couldn't help her and so she ended up being homeless for two months uh her inspiration is beyonce um, um whose is she right that's again <laughs> a question that doesn't really need to be asked of the survivor contestants um um, and, uh, her hobbies include traveling, debating, and binging on YouTube videos. Same. Her pet peeves are complaining, and three words to describe her is unbreakable, driven, and real.
1: Yeah. So, a couple of, she is young, she's 21, but part of and, okay, hold on, I gotta <laughs> explain my thoughts. <laughs> um, It was interesting, because when I was, like, going through the cast list on, like, the site, um, I was really annoyed by her, like, little bio. (laughs) Like, I read that. I was like, ugh. (laughs) Because part of the reason is she did say that, like, oh, I'll survive Survivor, because I live in a house with eight college students. And Mm -hmm. I was like, girl, that is not the same. But then, (laughs) um, like, watching her video... I just thought, I saw, like, you can tell how, like, strong she is. Like, not necessarily as much physically, but just, like, mentally, I feel like. Um, Like she said, you know, she came back from being homeless, and, like, her parents aren't even in the country. And I'm pretty sure she said in a video that she did live in Nigeria for, like, a little bit. Not that that necessarily will help. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, like, I think, you know, the living in a college house comment does have, like, a little bit more weight um, when she talks about how, like, she's the one who, like, helps settle issues and runs, like, the house meetings and I feel like that will help with her social game is, like, being able to, like, help people get along, not only with her, but each other.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, she, her look, like I said, she has a very intimidating look. She's got, yeah. um, she looks she like, has a, like a buzz cut. Yeah, she's got like a buzz cut blonde hair and, uh, it's a very intense look and I dig it and I think yeah. that that, uh, intimidation might do her well on Ghost Island. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, she was my next highest pick for Navidi. I think that's a really good pick of you. I, I, I would have gone for her as soon as I could. Um, my one fear for her is, again, like an aggression thing. I'm pretty sure she said mm-hmm. in her um, bio that the player she's most like is Michaela. And I really like Michaela a lot, but Michaela in a lot of seasons could go real quick just because she's so upfront with her personality and so aggressive. And so I f- that's my one fear for Desiree. But I really like her, and that's a good pick.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the thing I was just going to mention, it's not necessarily why I picked her, but when she was asked, if you could have three things on the island, like, what would they be? And her first answer was, a picture of a skeleton in a grave to constantly remind me that things could be worse.
0: The fuck? <laughs> Damn, Desiree!
1: And I was just I like, think
0: she's gonna like the macabre nature of Ghost Island! I was like, yeah, she'll do well.
2: She'll do well. <laughs> I love her now, even more. <laughs>
1: And then she was like, and also pictures of my family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who who are coincidentally skeletons in a grave <laughs> Um So yeah,
1: my next pick
0: Go ahead, yeah, move you, on.
1: Unless we're talking about Desiree a little bit more.
0: All I was, all I was gonna say is I it's it, to me I think the interesting thing about Survivor is trying to find those those contestants who are strong players but don't come off as strong players. I feel
1: like, yeah, that's
0: hurt. Because if you if you come off too strong, then you're a threat. But if you aren't, you don't come off strong at all, you're never going to win the game. You're yeah. going to be one of those people. Like a Wu. Like a Wu is a very famous contestant. Everybody likes Wu. But Wu has no backbone. He had no drive. He just falls to the wayside every time. He's not a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other people who, who can, can – if you can hide that you're a threat, like Sarah – from uh, Game Changers, I think that's the big difference.
1: Yeah, and I feel like she has the ability to, like, do well in competitions, but, like, not stand out as much as, like, the huge, strong men. Mm-hmm. Or not necessarily just men, but, like, the people who are, like, they've been athletes their whole lives and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next pick. My next pick, Um, I honestly... Don't think we'll win, but I want him on my team anyways. <laughs> um, Michael.
0: Michael, Ooh, okay.
1: He's the eighteen-year-old.
0: I he he was on my list too, um, and the only reason why he was actually one of the people I almost picked with one of my first couple picks, but I shied away from him because he does not have a lot going on in his bio <laughs> uh, on the website I'm looking at. Um, but he is a very interesting character, probably the character character person. Actual human being who I'm most interested in this season. Um, he is a 18-year-old who looks like he is not an 18-year-old. No, he doesn't um, He is a Los Angeles-based model and real estate agent, and he's the youngest player of Survivor ever. But he is not telling people that. He's going to lie and tell all the other contestants that he's 23 years old.
1: <laughs> and I, no,
2: he, he I looks think it. that's
1: like a... Yeah. Yeah, He it's not a stretch at all and i think that's a really really good uh gameplay move just because like well it could backfire though like if if people saw him as like an 18 year old they're not gonna think of him as like much of a threat
0: uh let me give you the rest of his bio because it's pretty short Uh, A lot of them – maybe he just doesn't talk much because these answers are all very short. Uh, His pet peeves are incompetent drivers, negativity, and the rain slash cold. His three words to describe him are energetic, slick, and resilient. If he could have three things on the island, they would be hot sauce, boomerang, and Skittles. Um, The contestant he thinks he's most like is Malcolm Freeberg because they're both inwardly strategic and aggressive but outwardly friendly and easygoing. His goal is to become the youngest sole survivor, and he thinks he'll do it because he's a people person. He's always preferred to spend his time around others uh, than being alone. And he feels that he can relate to those of all ages and all walks of life in some way in order to form a common ground. So like I, like I said, I think this is an interesting pick, and I almost picked him because of this very intriguing notion that this asshole is 18 years old and <laughs> a real estate agent. <laughs> in, Los, in Los Angeles, which makes me think... He doesn't need this money. <laughs> He'll be fine.
1: Um, but, yeah, I don't know. The fact that he's 18 is just bonkers to me because he does not look 18 at all. Um, the part that's interesting, and which I've noticed in a lot of um, their like, video interviews, uh-huh. is that a lot of people are saying that part of their strategy is going to be flirting with each other. <laughs> and I don't... I've never, like, watched the, like, video interviews of contestants, like, before in other seasons, Uh so I don't know if this is, like, something that, you know, they do go into the show thinking about doing, but, like, enough said it that I, like, noticed. (laughs) And he was one of them, which, him being 18 will be interesting. (laughs) And he's, like, flirting with everybody. And he's, like, barely of legal age. Um, So I think that's interesting. I just think he's going to be, like, really good at physical comps. So they're not going to get rid of him, like, like at first. Because they're going to need him. I don't. I honestly do not think he's going to win, but
2: <laughs> yeah. I want him on my team. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to have to he agree with you on that. Low. He was pretty low on my list. Just everything yeah. about him seemed very, very arrogant, and, and I don't think... I don't See, I, the, I
1: didn't get that feel from him. It could have just been his looks blinding me, if we're being
0: honest. <laughs> I think the thing that's interesting to me is, like, he, he's coming into Survivor as, like a liar like he is somebody who yeah Yeah. but he's he's a he's obviously a poor liar he lies all the time in his life he tells everybody in the real world that he's 23 years old and lies yeah nobody knows he's 18 years old in the real world (laughs) that's how he's a real estate agent yeah legitimately that's how he people think he's older than he actually is which is why he's able to do that
1: he's good at lying as long as he doesn't get caught in the lies He's gonna do well in that aspect,
0: right? Like just now when I when I said that, you should have been like, "Of course, I knew that." <laughs> That's why I picked him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Even if he gets to the end, I don't think he's gonna be someone people want to win. They don't. They won't like writing his name down. I don't think he seems friendly. I just, yeah, I, I don't have high hopes for Michael. Okay, my point, Lauren, <laughs> is you made a bad choice.
1: Yeah. No, I. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was Okay.
1: I just wanted it. <laughs> I but I agree.
0: I I think to me the 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 fact that he he lies about his age all the time and he's obviously succeeded makes me think that maybe he's there's something about him that could can make him survive in this game. So I don't think it was a terrible choice, but I could also see him going home quickly. So we'll see. I didn't mm-hmm.
1: see him as like someone that would be hard to get along with though when I was Watching the videos, we'll to but I was also like a big Cole fan last
2: year. <laughs> if that told uh, Cole! was real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, Lauren, like... I'm starting to, I'm starting to think you base this on who you're attracted to. <laughs> <laughs> He's Sorry. 18. You should have
0: known. Then. <laughs> um.
1: No, I mean I. At first, I was like, Cole's hot, and then as it went on, I was like, oh, he's just too stupid to know what's going on. (laughs) It was, like, (laughs) endearing, in a way.
0: Oh, yeah. Cool, for you guys, for anybody who doesn't remember last season, his strategy was literally telling everybody everything that he ever learned. So people would be like, oh, I have a secret idol, don't tell anybody, and everybody in the fucking tribe would know, because he would literally go around and tell everybody
1: and the best part is that this whole time he thought he was building trust with people.
0: <laughs> he was just making everybody not trust him because he, he lied just, all the time.
1: Yeah, he was making no one trust him because he would literally tell everyone everyone's secrets.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um,
1: Cole. He also, like...
0: Ate everyone's <laughs> Yeah, he was an uh, interesting character. I can't believe he lasted as long as he did. He shouldn't have. <laughs> even his, even the people in his alliance were like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, okay.
2: enough about
0: Cole. Uh, moving on, it is time for Quinn's next pick. Quinn, who do you have?
2: This one's tough for me, because I have a, like a pick with my heart, and then mm-hmm. I have a pick with my head. But I've picked with my heart the last two times, so I'm going to go with my logical choice, and I'm going to pick James. James James Lim. He was Lim Mm -hmm. Lim or Lin. Lim. Lim
0: James Lim. Looking him up real quick. He's a 24 year old financial analyst. Uh, He's an Ivy League track star. His IQ is high. Um, uh, He's he's, according to probes, it's a squiggle. I don't know what that means. Uh, He's a U.S. presidential scholar, uh, selected by Obama's commission and interned for his White House administration. In college, he was a walk-on sprinter for Harvard Track and Field, and as a senior, he was elected team captain by his teammates to become the first Asian American captain in program history, um, which is very cool. Uh, His inspiration in life is his grandfather who came from a rural village in Korea. He survived the Korean War, put himself through the best college in the country, and eventually became a successful businessman. uh, he most thinks that he's like uh, Yoel Quan. their backgrounds are uncannily similar as they're both Korean-American management consultants, and he plans to follow his example in being cool, calm and collected throughout the game. Um, and he said that Yoel's survivor journey contributed greatly to the positive reception of Asian-Americans on TV, and he hopes that he's able to do the same. The reason for being on Survivor is that it's an adventure like no other. Um, everything it presents, the wilderness, the challenges, uh, the fellow castaways, and all cross-sections of America will be chased for a break out of the bubble and to be a part of the most uh, – the breakout of the bubble the most he's ever been in his life um, and to push himself physically, mentally, and emotional uh, and to have fun along the way. Money, not a factor here. Uh, he says uh, that when asked why he thinks he'll be the survivor, he says there's no magic formula to winning Survivor. However, there are qualities that will help players get far. I believe I have most of them. He's team-oriented, athletic, outgoing, and tenacious, and he focuses on being helpful, likable uh, asset to those around him and uh, on the down low strategically paving his way to the very end. Very sound choice. To me, He, I like that he, right off the bat, um, is basically saying... I know that there's no one way to win Survivor. It's tough. And I think that being able to, not sitting yourself and saying, this is how I'm going to play the game from the beginning, I think is a smart strategy when it comes to Survivor.
2: Yeah, like I said, I really like players who know their type and know the ways they Uh have to play to get to the end. And he, everything about him just screams Yule. And I think Yule's is one of the greatest winners of Survivor. So I think Uh as long as he learns from even the mistakes Yule made, And can improve upon them and like show the people that he's playing with that he's not Yul which is weird he has to show them that he's not him because you don't want to go to the end with someone like him but I think he seems smart enough he seems socially adapted and well-adjusted enough to really make some nice strong bonds and make it to the end
1: yeah he was high on
0: my list Uh, okay it's my turn Uh, I'm gonna pick twice now Uh, my first pick it, from the, the VD tribe is going to be Bradley um, he's originally from Michigan currently living in LA he's a 26 year old law student and super fan who was almost cast on Survivor Cagnon, um mm. but didn't end up doing it um, his, he doesn't have a particular source of inspiration in his life um, because he doesn't believe in emulating or worshipping anyone um, he thinks that everyone has positive traits to draw from, as well as less desirable aspects. Uh, interesting way of looking at life. Uh, his pet peeves are stupid people who think they know everything. <laughs> he's ambitious, impatient, and astute. Uh, if he could have the three things he would want um, on the island, would be a notebook and pen so he could organize his thoughts and strategize. A retainer, because he recently <laughs> had his braces off. Uh, oh, wait, no, no, he's had them off for a decade, but is still too scared of <laughs> not wearing them. Um, and finally a bottle of rum because no self-respecting sailor would be caught on a remote island without rum and he says he is uh, passionate, competitive and neurotic like Spencer uh, that's the contestant he says he's most like. Um, but he also said that Spencer uh, and him have the same uh for making people feel irrelevant and that is something that he, uh, he has to be very careful not to do during the game so he, he recognizes that he is very similar to Spencer but also recognizes the flaws in this game and hopes to overcome those.
1: I actually had him as like kind of a villain.
0: Absolutely. I don't know if he's going to play. If he's going to be a villain, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. To me, to me, he seems like he he reminds me of the kind of survivor plays, which again are always always people who make an impact on the game. He reminds me of um, the, the kind of Dominics of the world, yeah. who um, there's always that one guy. Like last year, what was the guy last year? Uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but the one who was always with um, uh, Ryan, Devin, no, Ryan. no, Ryan, 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 yeah, Ryan. He reminds me of a Ryan. He reminds me of a I Cochran. Said Ryan, I know, but I, I, it took me a second to register that. that's who it was. Uh, Ryan is <coughs> Ryan and Cochran and these kind of li- and Spencer. These kind of like nerdy people who are very smart, they always seem to kind of make it to the end of the show. And every, every, at the beginning of every season, I always see them as this like weird dark horse pick to kind of make it to the end because they're always, they're very like resilient and they always manage to keep themselves, I think, away from the the chopping block. And I think that's what makes them so successful.
1: My only issue is like watching his video interview, he was like very like pompous (laughs) and. just like full of himself and he just kept talking down on different types mm-hmm. of people uh-huh. and just kept being like I hate stupid people. I don't remember exactly what he said but like I kind of have a feeling that he'll get on people's bad sides yeah, I was like,
2: very surprised um, that was my I thought. was very surprised by your pick because I had him dead last for my picks. Do not pick ever. I would never pick <laughs> him. But, but just because but just
0: because but that, but that doesn't necessarily keep it. If he is a villain, it doesn't necessarily but mean I, that he was I, not going to make it to I, the no, end. Uh, which is why, which is why I think that he has a like strong shot
2: win. I don't think I can't envision anyone ever voting to give him a million dollars, even if he played flaw- flawlessly, just because he's that's like fair. An that's asshole. fair. Okay. Yeah, I feel um, like he's
1: just going to rub people the wrong way. <laughs> we'll see. I get yeah, another we'll pick. I get another pick. I get another pick.
0: Um, my other pick is another contestant who almost played on the show but didn't end up doing it. Um, her name is Laurel. She's from the Manalo tribe. What?
2: And... Seems my other
0: domestic. <laughs> Damn it! It's a dud round for me, apparently. <laughs> Laurel is, uh, she's 29 years old, originally hailing from Philadelphia. She's a Division I athlete and a Survivor superfan. She was almost cast on Millennials vs. Gen X. Um... She is a college volleyball, uh, she won the, the division championship in her college volleyball team. Um, her inspiration is her parents, for dedication, support, and all the values that they instilled in her. Um, she says watching Survivor's Hobby for her, playing beach volleyball, and doing the crossword Puzzle in the New York Times. Uh, her pet peeves are Incompetence, and in Decision and Open Mouth Chewers. She says she is driven, focused, and calculated, and she says she's a triple threat. She's a former college athlete and Ivy League graduate and she knows the game better than anyone else. She's a super fan uh, who knows better than to let the game pass her by and will always fight for every single inch. The reason why I picked her, I think, is the fact that because she is such a super fan that she's almost been on the show, which I think, and there's a lot of people on this show who've almost been on the show before, those people, I think, are going to be strong players because they know the game, and this is specifically a version of the game where knowing about the past of Survivor can really, yeah, help, really help you in a huge way. Um, the reason why I picked her... And, like, Quinn, you said that you kind of see her dead last. I almost see her hanging around because nobody's going to see her as a threat. Uh, I kind of see her as wh- somebody who is secretly, like we, like we talked about, somebody who, who hides who hides the fact that they're secretly good at the game. I can see her being... Almost like se- a
1: Dr. Mike.
0: Yeah, yeah, like a Dr. Mike. Somebody who, like... Dr. Mike Lauren spent the entire season thinking like Lauren Mike's gonna, or Dr. Mike's gonna go out in like the third week, and he ended up making it all the way to the end of the game because he's just—he
1: would not have made it that far if his tribe would have lost.
0: At least,
2: just yeah, there's certain just there situations,
1: challenge. right? Yeah, just one
0: challenge and he would be gone. <laughs> but, um... but she but seems to Cole, me like like, I, she, and here's the other thing. So here's what I'm gonna throw out: I can see happening. Laurel seems like somebody. Who, your 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 team goes? I'm gonna send her to Ghost Island, and I kind of see her as being somebody because she stands out. She's got a very like, she doesn't look. She stands out um, in a way that like, she looks in she looks innocent. She looks kind of nerdy. She's got big yeah. glasses. Kind of
1: looks naive.
0: Yeah. And to me, she seems like somebody who I would be like, oh, I'm sending that person to Ghost Island. She could get something there, and then she could really impact the game. She is a fan, and I think she could go under the radar. So that is, that is the reason why I picked her. Now, Quinn, please tell me why you had her dead
2: last. Almost for every opposite thing that you said, I think she seems like <laughs> one of the biggest threats right out the gate. I think she's going to completely overplay. I think she seems arrogant and aggressive. And I just don't see her making it to the merge. Honestly, I really can't. I can't picture it.
1: I can see her um, overplaying, like right at the gate.
2: Uh, okay, we'll, so we'll see what happens.
0: But uh, that's my pick. So uh, it's my... Lore... No. Oh yeah, no, Quinster. It's Quinster. It's
2: my pick again. So now I'm gonna. I'm the one I wanted to pick last round is still here. So I'm gonna go with him, and I'm going with Jacob
0: jacob um solid pick someday i was looking at too he's a 22 year old survivor blogger turned player player hailing from long island he's also aspiring singer songwriter um he says uh, nothing feels better than listening to your own music uh which sounds pretty arrogant to me uh robin williams is an inspiration of his life uh his hobbies include songwriting performing songs um, he also listens to a ton of podcasts. He likes to attend a lot of concerts. Um, and he also spends a great deal of time panicking over current political events. Who among us doesn't? This sounds like a lot of my current hobbies. Um, he's dreaming for being a survivor. Um, it's something he's been dreaming of doing for a decade. Um, at this point, above all else, it's to prove that he can do uh, what he's been saying since he was a kid and that he can win Survivor. Um, and he says... When asked why he thinks he'll win and be the sole survivor, he says, This sounds stupid, but I'm really easy to talk to. I want to set up a situation where everyone knows they can come to me and chat and then support, despite any problems they're having personally or socially in the game. I'm a teddy bear, you know. On top of that, I'm not a weakling. I can haul firewood and follow instructions when it comes to building shelters. I know how to make a fire and untie knots and all that. Uh, he seems very similar to me if I'm being completely honest and, and I hope he does well in the game <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah pretty much everything you said for Laurel I, this is, that's why I picked him because I think it actually applies to him I think like uh-huh. in this season of a lot of super fans there are a lot of people who really love Survivor on the season I think he loves it the most I think he knows the most because he blog, he's a, he was a blogger about it he like dedicated part of his life to survivor without ever even being on it I think people are going right. to underestimate him just because he's he doesn't he's not physically intimidating at all I think he mm-hmm. seems yeah, like true. he can definitely get along with a ton of people so I think he could really stand a great shot at this or go home first, you know
0: <laughs> so it's uh Lauren that was Lauren's pick and then you get another pick Lauren? I did not pick
2: no, it's Lauren's first pick Lawrence first thing. Okay, go ahead.
1: Um, I think we're going to go... The pickings are getting a little bit slim. I know. I'm going to go with Brendan.
0: Brendan. Brendan Shapiro. He is a 41-year-old husband and father of two. Uh, he was almost cast on the fourth season of Survivor. Oh <laughs> 15 years later, he's getting oh, wow. his second shot at the title. Um, he is the second oldest person on the show. Uh, he so spends- I got the two oldest people. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, his personal claim to fame is he's not afraid of taking risk and making big changes. Uh, you also have the youngest person.
1: I have the two youngest. I think Desiree's <laughs> nice. twenty one.
0: Um, um, he's not afraid to take risks and risks and make big changes. During the recession, he left a well playing job, um, but unsatisfying desk job. Risked everything so he could own his own business. After more than a dozen years, he's four years old. He sold the business to pursue another lifelong interest to become a teacher. Um, The three things he would have on the island with him is a picture of his wife and kids to keep him tethered to reality, football to throw on the beach, and bacon jerky because it's delicious and doesn't need to be refrigerated. Um, The contestants he feels like he's most like are Jeremy Collins and Tom Westman because he understands people and he knows how to unite them behind a common goal. Also, he's a pretty athletic old guy. His reason for being on Survivor is to win. And he thinks he'll be the sole survivor because he's strong, fast, tough, good with the sands, can read a room. He knows how to make people feel comfortable and secure, and his tribe mates will want to keep him around. Um, so, Lauren, why did you pick Brandon?
1: Um, I kind of just feel like he's a solid, like, can do well in physical challenges. And he says he's good at talking to people, so I guess we'll see. Um, it was it's more of like there's a handful of people that I don't want on my team <laughs> and I feel like he's um I feel like he might not be like a standout um like a clear winner but I feel like he won't be like first out
0: he seems to somebody like he seems to me somebody who is going to be um a I don't know if I want to say a target, but he's definitely somebody like – he's like – he's a team leader. He's like, let's yeah. let's lead. Let's keep everything together. He is like – But not, a oh, stri- not somebody who's going to be like, I need an alliance. I need to camp these people away. And I can feel that that's going to be a downfall for him. Yeah, he seems right. like somebody who's going to be more focused on the tribe and not as focused on – down the road. And I think that he's going to, once, if he doesn't make it to the merge, if he makes it to the merge, I think he's one of the first people out near the end, like around the merge time. Because he seems like somebody who um, everyone's going to see as a target at some point. Yeah, I can see that.
2: Also, he looks ripped as fuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see why you picked him. And I, it, like, I, there's definitely scenarios where he definitely can win. But if I was on, if I was playing this season, he is absolutely the first person I want out. I yeah. would not yeah. want to play with him. He would—he scares me. He reminds me a lot of like um, Ben and Tom, like he said, um, because he just is like this dominant, like definitely alpha male who um, people, but still someone who seems very likable. And so he's definitely sc- scary. And I think it would be stupid yeah. of people to take him far. Here's your next pick.
1: I'm gonna go with.
0: Morgan. Morgan. Um, Morgan is a 29 year old marine animal trainer from Florida. Um. think she can apply her work with killer whales to the killer game of survivor. Classic line. Yeah, her claim to fame is accomplishing <laughs> her childhood dream of becoming a killer whale trainer at SeaWorld. Girl. Oh, that ain't woke. <laughs> Uh, her parents uh, are her inspiration. They've been married for 32 years and have raised five successful, happy, and healthy children. Um, her hobbies are sleeping, cheering for the Gamecocks, and binge-watching true crime documentaries. Um, her pet peeves are feet, cold weather, and a shortage of ketchup. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
2: Um,
0: she says she's bubbly, stubborn, and determined. Um, if she could have three things on the island with her, it would be lip balm. Um, a space heater and a super comfy pair of sweatpants. And the person she's most like is Kelly Wentworth uh, because she was strategic, strong, and sneaky in a fighter. She wasn't afraid to make big moves. She played her own game and didn't live in anyone's shadows. I think she's going to be gone right away.
1: <laughs> I, you know, maybe. <laughs> but um, I kind of like watching her video interview, I kind of feel like she'll be like... Um, underestimated by a lot of people um, because she, you know, all, everything. Yeah. Um, but I feel like ultimately she will be, like, easy to get along with, which will, like, keep her in there for a little bit. Uh-huh. But also, like, in her, um, like, longer bio, she talked about how. She was, like, a national-level gymnast and then, like, had a career-ending injury. Uh-huh. And then she came back from that to, like, go to state finals in and volleyball and, and then going into college and being, like, a college-level diver. And so I feel like she has, like, that uh, resilience and, like, desire to win mm-hmm. that could help propel her forward.
0: I, I think what's interesting so far about like the way we're kind of picking our tribes is that we, we tend to see kind of like the same things and different things in people. Like, it's easy to look for, like, the, to pull out the good and to also highlight the bad in each of these people. And I think that's really fascinating, especially at the beginning of the season, because it takes a while, I think. I feel like once the game starts and we're watching the first episode, it'll be really easy to go, oh, these people are going to be okay. These people – going off the bios, it's really interesting to try to figure out who has what it takes to make it to the end.
1: Yeah, it's really hard, like, once – like, trying to figure out, like, how they'll interact with other people because we honestly – we don't know. Yeah. My strategy is mostly Mm -hmm. trying to avoid people I think everyone's going to hate. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, with Morgan, though, uh, she was actually who was debating with one other person to be my next pick, so I'm glad you picked her, because it made my choice easier. (laughs) But yeah, I I agree. I think she has the ability to stay under the radar for long enough that should get her pretty far, and then I think she has the smarts to really um, pull it together and then get some stuff done and get to the end.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Okay,
0: Quinn, what is your next pick?
2: Okay, so I was debating between her or Chelsea, so that is who my next pick is. Chelsea Townsend,
0: who I just was looking at a second ago, and I wish I had moved my mouse. Uh, She's an EMT and professional cheerleader living in Los Angeles by way of Utah. She is uh, a 24-year-old who could have easily qualified for Heroes, heroes, Healers, and Hustlers. Um, I believe Jeff Probst says... She could have been on any of those tribes, because she fits the description of all three. Um, the three things she would want to have on the island are a mattress, so she can get a good night's rest, a toothbrush, because she can't imagine not brushing her teeth for more than a day. Uh-oh. And oh, yeah. definitely food, because nobody likes starving. Um, she thinks she's most like brevardi. Um She can use her term to build relationships, and she thinks that has a competitive spirit and wit. Um, she says she wants to be on Survivor because it's the experience of a lifetime. You get to push yourself to your absolute limits and challenge yourself in a unique way. Uh, and the money would be nice. Again, this is the same answer everybody's giving. I don't know
1: giving. why they asked
0: that. Um, she thinks she'll win because she has the traits needed to make her successful. She's hard worker. She's extremely driven to reach her goals. She's agile, athletic, uh, with a background in dance and gymnastics. She is personable, and she gets along well with people of all backgrounds and ages. And she is a competitor and loves a good challenge.
1: It's actually really funny that you picked her because that's who I was debating between her or Morgan. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, th- that-
2: I like her for similar reasons that I like Morgan. I think that she is smarter than people will assume she is because yeah. she's an EMT, but she's going in and saying she's going to be a prof- she's a professional dancer, which she also is, and I think people will take that for what that is and they'll really underestimate her, but I think, again, in the end, she can really pull herself together, and um, she, shes a, she, I think she's a smart girl, and I have high hopes for her, actually. I i considered picking her sooner, but I saved her for now, so I'm glad she's still around.
1: Yeah, I feel like she also seems decently easy to get along with.
2: Mm-hmm. But I don't think she seems that pretentious. There was nothing in her interview that made me think, oh, people are, like, not going to like her and want to get her out just because they don't want to live around her, which is always yeah. something nice to see.
1: <laughs> and, you know, saying that she's, like, a pro cheerleader ass or occupation is definitely going to make some people underestimate her and, like, what she can do. Not only, like, physically, but also, like, Intellectually. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, and physically, like, she's she dances for a living. She's a cheerleader. She's going right. to be strong. Right. She's not going to be voted out of her tribe for just mm-hmm. failing on a challenge that she was supposed to help carry them through. So, no. yeah, I...
1: And I think she probably will have a little bit more endurance in, like, like the endurance comps.
2: Oh, for sure.
0: Um, okay, is it my pick? Yeah.
2: Okay. Do you have thoughts on Chelsea?
0: Um... I think that there's something about her face that, to me, kind of was like... I I, kind of ignored her for some reason, which maybe (laughs) is good. Because I I picked somebody who really struck out at me, and that was a mistake, according to Quinn. (laughs) So, who knows? We'll see. But I
1: feel like, yeah, because maybe being an advantage is like... People are not going to see her as a threat. But who knows? Again, we won't know these people more until we see them like interact with others
0: uh-huh. um, okay so for my first pick I'm picking somebody who is I I, I think the comparison is, is there and there's a lot of comparisons to make this this kind of person to me is somebody who's very likable and very fun but doesn't really make a big impact on the game uh, so I don't think this, this guy will necessarily win but he's pretty likable uh, from what I've seen of him and I'm going to pick Sebastian He's a fishing guy from Satellite Beach, Florida. He's 22 years old, um, and he's like a mix between Ozzy and Jack Sparrow. His inspiration in life is Bob Marley. Uh, He knew that man knew how to live life. He understood that uh, what living meant, and inspired people to love the life you live and live the life you love. (laughs) Um, He would want a waterproof camera because life is adventure, and he's in love with memories. He really enjoys capping every twist and turn in this beautiful life he has to offer. A Hawaiian sling because uh, he, he's a waterman, So being in the water hunting for food is where he likes uh, being at home. And a big bowl of gummy candy because he's addicted to it, especially gummies. Um, I can catch meat, but I can't catch the candy. Um, contestant he thinks he's most like is Tyson. He knows how to play the game through laughter, creativity, and good times. A true... Uh, free spirit and the reason why he thinks, his reason for being on Survivor is he's waited his entire life for an opportunity to show the many skills he has to offer um, he feels like it's his calling, everyone always asked him, why are you not on Survivor so he thinks it's his time to shine now, I granted, I think that this this he he seems like a very fun guy and because of that is probably not going to make it in very long in this game or is going to get strung along and be one of those like pawn people who end up like late in the game but aren't in like a final two or anything like that but uh, he seems like he seems like fun, and he can fish, and he seems like yeah, he might be so able to stick around for a while.
1: I think he'll um, really be good at like getting food for people and just like dealing with the Appar- elk, apparently.
0: Elk. Jeff told him that he has he has the chance of being the best spear fisher of any contestant of all time. Well, he is that. <laughs> so there's that.
2: My um, fear with him is mm-hmm. that he is dumb. He yeah, does no. not seems smart. He reminds he, me. Uh, I don't think he really understands what Survivor is, because from everything yeah. I saw about yeah. him, I think he thinks the rules of the game are he has to go and catch some fish and will win a million dollars. Like for he that. just has
1: to like hang out on a beach and like not die, <laughs> which he'll be great at doing that.
0: Yeah, she she <laughs> seems to, or he seems to be like somebody who's gonna have a fun time. Um, yeah, and and I think that he could be around for a while because people like him. Like I, he's the kind of person that's mm-hmm. either someone will stupidly try to bring to the end because they think that it'll be a good gameplay, which is like it's not. Like he he's somebody you probably want to get rid of before the end of the game. But at the same time, I can see him making it pretty far, especially if he's in the lines with somebody at some point. Uh, he seems like um, he seems like a, a friendly person to be around. Um, okay, my second choice this is tough. Because, like we said, the last couple of picks are, are pretty tough to look at. And yeah, like think. they're
1: obviously not like the first people you want.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna just go with uh, let me look around really quick and see if I have any other options <laughs> before I, I commit to somebody. Because um, there's one person who's like the name is sticking out to me. I wonder who that could be. It's not, it's not that, it's not, it's not them. Donathan? Okay. Yeah. (sighs) Um, Okay, shit.
1: Honestly, we're we're not talking about him right now, but that did decredit him a little bit in my eyes.
0: (laughs) His name was Donathan. Here's the thing, okay, we'll get to him, we'll get to him, (laughs) but not right now. We'll get
2: to Donathan.
0: This is tough. I'm gonna deep go in your heart, with. You
2: know. What? Uh, deep in your heart, you know.
0: Okay, fuck it. I'm gonna go with the person whose name is sticking out to me. Her name sounds like a survivor winner. I'm gonna go with Jetta Bowman. Oh,
2: good pick.
0: She uh, is originally from Michigan, now lives in California. She's a 23 year old advertising account executive. Um, she feels like she comes across unfriendly, but she insists she's secretly a softie. Um, her personal claim to fame is that she uh, feels the most accomplished when she makes someone's day. It's important to maintain relationship with family and friends and we go above and beyond for them. Um, she loves happy tears. Uh, she likes paying it forward with small gestures that can make a large impact. Her hero is Shia- Shailene Woodley because they both use their platform to make a difference. She, Her participation in Standing Rock protests is inspiring. Um, and she says she in- inspires uh, to be that way. Um in general, in her life, um, reason this is an interesting reason for being on Survivor because why the hell not? She can't think of a good reason why anyone would say no to experience of a lifetime. Life is too short not to say yes. Um, and she thinks she will survive Survivor because she's able to manifest anything and everything she's ever wanted in her life. It's pretty cool not to brag, but I say I want, I want something, and I always get it. So hopefully by saying I'll survive, I'll win, and at least come out with an experience of nothing but a prou- profound appreciation for what I've accomplished. Th- there's just something about her face and her name that, like, when I was going through and I'm picking somebody, I'm like, she seems like she's going to stick around. So I don't know. That's why I, I decided to ultimately pick her. Because at this point, I'm basically trying to avoid the people who I think are going to not win, and, and right. she seemed like somebody who mm-hmm. – especially somebody who – You see this a lot in Survivor, the people who come off unlikable at the beginning, but as the show goes on they become more likable and it seems like maybe that's kind of her thing. Maybe she's going to come off unlikable at the beginning but by the end of it, everyone's going to realize that they like her, but nobody's going to think, oh, this person's too nice, like a Sebastian, and I'm going to want to get rid of her because, you know, so maybe she's got a chance to stick around and maybe she's got that gumption. And maybe she she doesn't seem, at least in what I've read from her bio just now, she doesn't seem like somebody who's going to be so obsessed with her game that maybe she'll make mistakes. So
1: see, I kind of saw her as a villain type.
0: She might be <laughs> me too, but like the. Fun but sometimes line.
1: villain types win.
0: Sometimes yeah. they work. So you never mm-hmm.
1: know. I just want my team to be nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I have some nice people. I think she's gonna team. be like and
1: young, but also old. Uh, to me, there's <laughs> a
0: lot of villain types left around. Yes. Yeah. And so to me, she seemed like the the better option. She maybe has the. The softer side, and hopefully that'll manifest itself.
1: She just seemed to me like the typical high school mean girl, and I feel (laughs) like people are just like not gonna want to be around her for a whole long time. Also, interesting thing. Go
2: ahead. I think she's gonna be fun for the audience to watch. I just have a prediction: she'll be like in her confessionals, just shit talking, and it's gonna be great.
1: Yeah, which will be amazing. Yeah. One of the interesting things is one of her pet peeves is people who say the word poop.
2: <laughs> I didn't have that on mine.
1: <laughs> Actually, see, this is why I think she's gonna be like a little villainy. Is that so? You know, like with pet peeves, pet peeves are like, um, when people like bite their fingernails or something like that. I don't know. That's a bad example. Mm-hmm. All of her pet peeves are people. It's not like when someone does this. It's like people who do this. <laughs> and I feel like that's a very good indicator of who she is as a person. That she's going to be, like, abrasive to a lot of people.
2: Just IMO. I'm excited I for her. I don't know. I think she's going to be fun. Yeah.
0: And like I said, Jenna Bowman,
2: that sounds like the name
0: of a survivor winner.
1: It does. <laughs> maybe people will just be, like, afraid of her. That's they true. To vote her out. <laughs>
2: You know, it sounds like it. the name of a Survivor winner is Ben Jurbivigiven. <laughs> is that your next
1: pick? Wait,
2: the, the, that was Ben's last name. It's a ridiculously oh, was, like, long place. last name. Yeah. Um, that seemed like leading in, but
0: oh wait, hold on, Ben Survivor. I, I want to look at his last it name. Joke. Ben, yeah, Ben But
2: <laughs> <laughs> like with more letters. Actually, it's Donathan's a winner's name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so Quinn it is it is now your turn to pick. We've got to be like at the end, right?
2: Yeah, we uh, we have like four more. Yeah, yeah four, four more people. Okay. So, so part of my strategy for picking these is I wanted an even distribution between tribes, just uh-huh. in case um, something weird happened and like one tr- there's only one tribe left. I wanted to be sure I had balance. Uh-huh. And so Good with call. that, I'm gonna that. pick the last person on Navidi, Chris. Chris more Navidis. Chris Noble. Um, he I is... also
1: think he's gonna be a little bit of a.
0: <laughs> he looks oh, for he sure. looks straight up like a member of Cobra Kai. <laughs> 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 um he is also a professional...
1: wait, just real quick. Anyone who goes into the game <sighs> looking that tan?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he seems like he looks like somebody who's going to be seen as a threat and, and might be antagonistic. Um, he's a professional model originally from Florida, now lives in New York. He's 27 years old. Um, he wants to evolve the game strategically and romantically. Yeah, I told you a lot
1: of people, like, flirting as part of their their gameplay.
0: Yeah, well, how did that work out for the girl well, who wanted to hook up with Cole?
1: Hey, No. Oh, was, Poor uh,
2: Jessica.
0: Yeah, Jess. It did not work out well for her.
1: You no, know, the the real heartbreak was Ashley and JP. Oh
0: yeah, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley hard, the power couple. Ashley hardcore wanted the <laughs> <boom>, JP, <laughs> and it was so obvious. <laughs> I was. I don't know, the, my best.
1: The favorite. Uh, my favorite part was when he was like walking in from like spearing a fish, and she was like doing a confessional, and she was like, "Oh my god, it was so hard."
2: <laughs>
0: You thing, could like, just see it <laughs> on her face when you walked by. Like I know, I wanted them to bone so bad.
2: <laughs> it's it's all anybody ever wants. Is right? why isn't there sex happening on Survivor?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, what else are you doing
0: all day?
2: I mean, with this cast, they might because one, they might. they're all gorgeous. They're, they're very, all it's a hot. very
0: attractive group of people. Even the old
2: people. And they all want to flirt. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: I like. I again, I don't know if that's like a a thread with other. Years, but I just noticed like h- like half the people's like game plan is like flirt. The one girl was like, I have a boyfriend, but he gave me permission to flirt with people if like, it helped my game. Like I love it. I really hope that there's a lot of flirting this season just because I just need to fill that hole in my heart left by Ashley and JP.
2: <laughs> I want this to just become Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> with
0: Wells. <laughs> yeah. Wells just shows up but he, instead of like he's he's the uh he's the 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 spirit on Ghost Island. He's the thing on on the top of the island. <laughs> I was going to say
1: instead of being the bartender you go to get water and he's just standing there and he puts it in your no, like how
0: good how good would it be if you go on Ghost Island and you and you're like oh there seems to be something up there and you climb to the top of the and mountain it's Wells. and it's Wells as a bartender and it's like that scene in the shining where he's like oh
2: hello. He's like a ghost bartender. <laughs> <laughs> he's just been waiting there. He's just been waiting. I would be upset <laughs> if I went to go silent and I wasn't physically possessed. Like that's what I, I want to come like, out of this. This is this what season.
1: I'm signing up for. We got, but yeah, we got I picked Chris
2: <laughs> so I could have an even spread of players on both tribes and that's pretty much the whole reason.
0: Um that's a good I almost picked Chris in the last one, uh, because he's got a, he's got a little bit of a sob story. Um his, uh... Oh,
2: yeah, the MS.
0: His mom was diagnosed multiple sclerosis. Um, and, um... To me, he, uh... He just seems like somebody who's gonna be so good at challenges that he's gonna be an immediate threat. He looks like he's in great shape. He kinda looks like an asshole. We'll see what happens to he could, him. He could go really far. So that's why I considered him, but he also seems like somebody who's gonna have, like, an immediate target on his back. Um...
1: Yeah, I think people are just, like, not gonna like him. Yeah. Because he's also, like, a male model.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you hate and him for like, being gorgeous.
1: Yeah, and I feel like but I he's also, that, like, a ex-physical trainer, and I feel like he'll just judge people a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. I will say this, I don't think he's gonna be first one out, so I feel confident about that pick. Uh-huh. Because yeah. he, he I, will yeah, at least be around for a few episodes. Okay. Is it my turn again? Uh, it's your turn.
1: Okay, so I have to decide between Stephanie, Libby, and Jonathan. Um, I'm not picking Don for me.
2: Jonathan. for me, there's like one obvious one above the other two. Um, I can tell you.
0: Um,
1: I think I'm gonna go with Stephanie Johnson.
2: Stephanie Johnson, I agree. Yeah,
1: she's like. A marathon runner.
0: She's a yoga instructor, a travel writer, a single mother of two, a longtime fan of Survivor. We have no design, uh, no designs on pulling any punches. I don't know what that means. Um, she's an Iron Man. She's uh, most proud of not just the finish line at the event, but the dedication and training at working um, that uh, she was able to do to, to do that. Um, it made her a better person and changed her kids and her life. Um, her inspiration over life is Bob Scott, 87 years old he is my angel I met him the week of my divorce and two weeks after his wife passed away I like to think his angel's wife brought us together he taught me to swim shortly after we met because he wanted me to be happy and fit mom for my boys he helped me learn to ride a triathlon bike he introduced me to the world of triathlon which changed the world and competed alongside me in my first half Ironman and full Ironman and still competes to this day. Bob taught me this sport is, is about fun, fitness, and friends, and that we do this um, for life and to be just like him. I had to keep this mentality. We still train together each week as well and compete alongside each other. Uh, she considers herself a combo of uh, Privati for her heart and inner strength, Tyson for his sarcasm, Ozzy for his love and adventure, Courtney for her sass, and Mama C for being a strong and fierce mom. Uh, she thinks she'll survive because every day of the past 10 years, she has looked at the sticker on her mirror, outwin, outlast, outplay. Uh, she's never once stopped believing in her dream that it would come true. Uh, she has all the strategy in the world and the will. Uh, so she thinks dreaming big and having a sense of humor and being able to adapt, that embodies who she is, and that is why she will win. To me, I don't know what it is, but when I look at her, I just see somebody who is going to be gone in a week. Like... <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just that's like think, like a complete like first first uh first look thing.
1: I mean it's like a dumb thing, but I feel like the fact that she has like a Survivor sticker that she like looks at every morning might be a motivation for her to like sure. do well.
0: Yeah. I thought
1: mm-hmm. um Libby looked someone that was just not gonna be
0: I mean that's why we're at the end of the thing. It's like everybody kinda <laughs> yeah, looks I like somebody's like, not I, gonna make it.
1: I didn't I don't think so. <laughs> From what I can tell now, I don't think Stephanie will be, like, a huge contender. I just thought Libby was going to be less of a contender.
0: She's definitely got... She's got some great pants.
1: Yes, Stephanie
0: (laughs) She's got these, like, insane, crazy striped neon tights, and I'm I'm into them.
1: I don't know if... I'm pretty sure it was her was saying in her, like, video interview that she's going to have the brightest clothes out of everybody. So there's yeah. that.
0: Well, don't tell that to Don- Dra- Do- Donathan. Yeah, Donathan
2: got some right fans. Fitz. I think, um, actually, with Stephanie, she um, is obviously much more physically capable than she just appears because of all that Iron Man stuff. So uh-huh. I think she could very much surprise us and being such a super fan. I, I, I wanted to pick her instead of Chris if I wasn't going for this, like, even spread strategy because yeah. I think she actually stands a better chance than we think Yeah,
0: I agree. She seems like she could be stronger than she
2: looks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, so we have Libby and Jonathan left,
2: and it's Wins pick. Yeah. My my idea was I was just gonna pick two more names out of the hat. The first name gets to pick between the two, and the other name gets whoever's left over. Wait, are we even? Just we're even right
1: now. We're even right now. Technically, it's my pick. Yeah, we're even right now. It's my pick.
2: Okay. I would think that would be fair because, like, I don't think anybody wants them yeah yeah
0: okay that's fair
2: you guys want to do that okay who gets the person that gets to pick is me (laughs) okay
1: who do you want libby or donathan
2: i think so when i first did my assessment just bios i had libby over donathan but then when i watched the videos i think i have gotta go with donathan yes because i think i do I just—he just seems—I don't think he'll win, but he just seems fun, and I think people will like him, and that's Uh, all he'll be fun to watch.
0: He's—he's a a 26-year-old caretaker, longtime super fan of Eastern Kentucky. He is not a Jonathan, nor is he a Donovan. He is a Donathan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He was a part of a national and state-level winning dance team. He danced in the hip-hop routine. He is also a proud, uh, openly gay, uh, and. He is excited to represent the like Southern Kentucky LGBTQ community, um, and I, I I dig that about him. His grandma Dolores Bentley is his inspiration. Um, he loves discovering new music on Spotify, vinyl record collecting, binge watching Survivor on CBS All Access, photography of nature and portrait. And his pet peeves are people who think they know it all, people who are disrespectful towards others for no reason, people who judge the book by its cover. Um, And people have treated him that way or that way in his entire life. People that say literally without it being literal. People who aren't straightforward when they need to be. And finally getting my name wrong. It is A T H I N, not Jonathan or Donovan. Uh, He also has a very annoying voice, which I will say, I will just say that as a caveat. That is probably one of the things,
2: um, because it's extremely southern <laughs> yeah <laughs> we we Sorry. can't isolate people like that
0: no. it's true i can't i don't want to i don't want to put that on him but i just from listening to the podcast where he talked and he did an interview i was like oh boy
2: <laughs> yeah but he seems friendly he's a he super does. fan and um i think i i forgot the other point i was gonna make with him i had one more thing but yeah go no, he, Yeah,
1: he might uh, make lots of friends.
0: He would have been if I would have gotten picked just now. I would have picked Jonathan too. I think that he could be a sneaky person who makes it pretty far. Same. Yeah, but I mean, also, he's got but a great also story
2: too.
1: I also just don't. I I don't know. Just looking at Libby, I just don't think she's going to be very
2: good. Oh, absolutely not. She's the only one from from everything I saw. She seems like the only one who's not, like, really into Survivor. I don't think Sebastian's much of a fan either, but at least he was, like, knows of it. I don't think she really, like, has ever seen the show before.
1: I can definitely see that.
2: She doesn't seem like she knows what
1: she signed up for.
2: Yeah, not at all. So, should we find out who gets gets her? her. Any other Donovan condiments? No, I said Donovan. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Donovan. Donovan.
0: It'd be very hard to remember to say that. Um, No, don't think. He seems like he could be a sneaky pick, and but I think Mm -hmm. the fact that we all had him so low is probably not a great sign. But we'll see. He could surprise us all.
2: I had Libby lower. Yeah. And Laurel. (laughs) Okay, the person who gets Libby is Tyler. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
0: I I get the 24-year-old Texan who started watching Survivor once she was in the casting mix, but swears to her uh, rigorous research process. Um, Inspiration in her life is Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Uh, She began to look up to Elizabeth when she first saw her on Survivor when she was nine years old. Even at a young age, she looked up to her not because of her outer beauty, but her noticeably beautiful heart and work ethic. Um, She's a strong believer in her faith, and when it comes to politics, she says she's a true Southern girl. Ugh. She's a badass blonde, but shows that her faith and family come first. Uh, to be able to balance all of that uh, like she does, makes her a hero and a mentor, uh, Elizabeth uh, Hasselbeck. Uh, her hobbies are working out, boxing, running weights, traveling, and cooking. Her pet peeves are when people don't put away simple belongings, loud <laughs> chewing, and slow walkers. Someone
1: um, else had slow walkers, too. I don't remember who, but that's... Because they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was Quid. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> That'll be my describe, entire bio.
0: <laughs> three words to describe her adventures, strong, and outgoing. And if she could have three things um, on the island with her, it would be her Bible, because faith is everything, a baseball hat, and a huge bag of my family's smokehouse turkey jerky. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh,
0: so, yeah. So, I'm excited to have Libby on my team. I also don't think she's going to do great. <laughs> but um, it's not going to hurt <laughs> to pad the numbers a little no. bit.
1: I'm glad that this means that I get Jeff Probst.
0: Yes, and that is, I was going to make that joke earlier,
2: but yes, Lauren, I believe, does get Jeff Probst. <laughs> so, I don't know. Every time he burns say a
1: contestant, it. I get a point.
2: <laughs> Jeff Probst would never win Survivor.
0: No. I'll you got it. it!
2: I'll say it. Uh, he wouldn't.
0: Would you vote Jeff? Uh, here's the thing. But here's the thing. Jeff would never place it. Like, I could never see
2: know, Jeff know, ever I know, I
0: lowering know. himself. He is, if there are survivor gods, he's survivor Jesus. <laughs> he, he comes down and he speaks to the people, yet he is still above oh, the masses. <laughs> so much so that he does mock them yes. when, when needed.
1: All right. So that's the end of the draft.
2: I guess yeah. the best thing I can say about Libby, sorry, is um, that I could see a situation where just... two people decide that they want her in the end with them because there's no chance she'll win. But even <laughs> if yeah, like, like they're Ryan. the two biggest villains in Survivor history, she's not even like charming enough to steal away votes from them <laughs> and just, like win in a surprise.
1: I would would be hilarious if she just like is amazing at this.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we're all just completely wrong.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Uh, so I'm going to run down our, our tribes really quick so that we uh, we all know where everybody stands. Quinn's tribe is uh, James, Jacob, Stephanie Gonzalez, uh, Donathan Hurley. I'm going to stop reading their names. Uh, Chris Noble, Chelsea Townsend, and Kellen Bechtold. Um, my picks are Laurel Johnson, um Jenna Bowman um, Libby uh, Wendell Sebastian Bradley Dominic and Lauren's picks are um, Michael Brandon Stephanie Johnson um, Morgan Angela Desiree and Jeff Browns yes <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I'm pretty we'll, happy with my team.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hating on it as much as I started to when my second round seemed really bad. Um, but but it's interesting to see, and I and I like the idea of us trying to pick these these contestants. I mean, one based on our first example, but are all different ways of, of how we feel about these contestants. We all read them differently in some yeah. cases. And I think on top of that, you know, we all have different ideas of what it takes to win Survivor, just like the contestants themselves. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Uh, who, which tribe, just based on, on everything we've done so far, which tribe do you think is the better tribe? Who do you think stands out in the early parts I of the competition? Guess,
1: uh, Navidi.
0: I saw I agree. I also Being thought Navidi seems like the stronger
2: tribe. Quinn? See, I disagree. I was very surprised when Navidi ran out of players so quickly because I definitely um, interpreted Malalo as stronger.
0: I to me, I don't. This is how I think it's going to go down personally. I think Navidi is going to win at the beginning. They're going to win most of the challenges, and Malalo is mm-hmm. going to get rid of all of their weak people right before the merge, and then it'll be a bunch so of really strong players. Yeah.
2: Uh, the weak people on Malolo. <laughs> the,
0: um,
1: the way I saw it was that, like, Malolo, whatever, we'll figure out how to say that. Malolo. <laughs> um, I feel like their weaker players were weaker than Navidi's weaker players. It just doesn't That's seem very, like
0: they're going to be as good of
2: a team.
1: Yeah, I just felt like they like maybe those weaker players would bring them down a little
2: bit more.
0: Just do wait.
2: Donathan is going to be the ghost that wins Coast <laughs> May- Island.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Donathan's going to turn out who's been dead the whole time. <laughs> 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 um. Okay, so that does it for our preview episode, yeah, I think. We'll,
1: um, so we'll be back after the first episode to see um, if we judged our picks correctly uh, based off of like first impressions.
0: Yeah, let's do let's do one more fun pick. Who who does everybody think is going to be the first person who ends up on Ghost Island? Ooh, I'll,
1: I'll write
0: that down. Out or on Ghost Island? Who ends up not the first person out? The first person who
2: ends up on Ghost Island. Donathan. Donathan. Sign sealed and delivered. Uh, do you want to go or do you want me to go?
0: You go. Okay, I think it's a toss up for me. Between Brendan and Laurel, <laughs> I really feel like Navidi, for some reason, I think Navidi's going to win the first challenge. And then I think...
2: that That's what I based mine on.
0: Yeah, I think Navidi's going to win the first challenge. So I think Brendan gets either sent there because he's the leader or Laurel gets sent there because she's just so striking looking that I think that you're going to want to pick her because she looks nerdy and weird. And Lauren,
1: who do you got? Those were kind of my top two <laughs> for
2: that. Um,
1: And I don't want to say the same person as someone else.
2: Take a risk. Go for Navidi.
1: All right, I will. I will do that. I was going to go with Libby, but I say, I don't think <laughs> anyone would send her there. I feel like she's not going to be a good player, but I don't think anyone's going to send her there.
0: I'm going to go with... Who are you looking at? Which tribe?
1: Navidi. Naviti? I'm going to go with Navidi. I really don't think they're going to lose.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like they're going to win the first challenge.
1: Um, but I'm going to do it to be different. I'm going to go with Kellen.
0: Kellen? Kellen? You know, if, I, if, Navidi, um, if Navidi wins the first challenge, I think... Or lose is the first challenge. I could see someone like Bradley ending up on Ghost Island first, but I don't. I don't think to lose. I, I, who's Bradley? The, the, the villain, smart guy that I thought that I picked.
2: Kellen. I. I that's who I would have said if I went with Navidi. Let
1: me switch it because I was deciding between him. I just don't know if like it'll be obvious that. He's annoying to the other. Right, try. he
0: might... because you want to yeah. send. You're probably going to send somebody who stands out from the first challenge. So, so
1: I'm going to go with him, but we'll see. Okay, well, we have our picks.
0: Okay, cool. Quinn, do you want to do you want to wrap up the show? Oh, absolutely! And, and give the and give the final catchphrase. But
2: I think yeah, our, ca- our
0: for- I think our catchphrase should be uh, <laughs> what was it? Um, um, the
2: tribe has podcast.
0: <laughs> no, the, what, what's her name? Empath- Kel- Kellen's catchphrase:
1: Empathetic
2: people. Oh, <laughs> are- is, empathy is my superpower.
0: <laughs> yeah. Empathy is my superpower.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: Quinn, go ahead and wrap the episode. Wrap the episode up.
2: Yeah, th- thank you for listening to the first uh, or zero episode of Snuff. <laughs> And always make sure empathy is your superpower (laughs) and be sure to go out and get snuffed.